This podcast contains discussions about mental health and may contain discussions about suicide and self-harm. If you or somebody that you know is experiencing distress or is in immediate danger, dial triple O or call Lifeline on 131114 or Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Also, if you believe that someone you love is experiencing a mental health issue, please encourage them to go and talk to their GP as soon as possible. Thanks very much for listening. I'd like to put a, a warning at the top of this podcast that uh, uh, ordinarily we do give the warning that we talk about mental health and suicide. Um, I would like to give the further warning that we're going to be talking about domestic violence, family violence, and of course we will be talking about uh, the awful tragedy that happened in Brisbane, uh, Queensland, Australia this week. Um, and so if any of these things are uh, triggering for you, please uh, seek the appropriate uh, help and support. Um, and of course, if you know somebody that is currently experiencing family or domestic violence, um, please uh, do what you can to help and support them. Uh, now, of course, we're recording this as uh, the catch-up episode, the uh, the episode that we do in between our fortnightly episodes here on Hey Go Mate. I did intend to do a completely different episode tonight, but uh, I just got done watching uh, A Current Affair and their interview with Hannah Clark's family. Now, for those of you that don't know Hannah Clark or the story, uh, Hannah Clark and her three children um, were... There's no other way to put it, horrifically uh, murdered by her ex-partner. We're not going to... The general consensus is we don't mention his name and we don't give him uh, any kind of space in this in this discussion and we, we are going to do that here at How You Going, Mate. We are going to focus on Hannah uh, and her children. Um, but more, in, more specifically, I, I want to talk about Hannah's family. As I said, I just got um, just got done watching this interview. So Hannah um, was, uh, and we won't go into the details, but Hannah and her children were brutally murdered by uh, her ex-husband. They were separated. And um, on a current affair tonight here in Australia, they had uh, Hannah's parents and her brother speaking about Hannah, speaking about the children. And it was an incredibly powerful and an incredibly moving um, interview to watch. This has only happened two days ago here. It's mind-blowing. I, I, I want to use words like phenomenal and amazing, but it, it doesn't feel appropriate to use those words in this context. But... It was an incredible show of strength. At one point, the interviewer 
um, said to them, I don't know how you're still standing. And, and it was one of the things that I kept saying to Barb as we were watching this. I don't know how these people can do this. After, I don't know how they can sit there. Um, and it, was, it really was quite powerful a message to to see and I, and I guess I want to talk about a few elements of this um, um, it's a really important conversation and if they can take such a terrible terrible tragedy and make it something where they can help and support others I I would this is you know, possibly the only positive, you know, and it's, it's stretching it even say it's a positive. Um, it's possibly the only thing you can look and say, well, you know, something can happen out of this and and maybe this doesn't happen to other people, but yeah, it doesn't feel right to say that and I appreciate people probably sitting here now listening and going, no, that's not the right thing to say. And some of these things may not be the right thing to say, but... Um, I don't know what the right thing to say in these situations are. But at the very end of the um, this interview, this powerful interview, where they talked about the beautiful people that, that Hannah and her children were, um, they talked about... Uh, they talked about the idea that... And, and I guess... It's something that we talk about often here in, in our in our podcast and it's and it's something we talk about a lot on our Facebook page and it is about reconnecting with people. Um, I wanna I wanna change the the how you going mate message a little bit tonight because we talk about mental health. Um, we talk about recognizing the signs and symptoms of poor mental health. Um, we rec- we talk about recognizing what people are um, doing and saying that may indicate they have poor mental health and I want to talk about tonight about or, or today or whenever you're listening to this what people do and say when they have are experiencing domestic violence um, now of course domestic violence is not just um, physical it's mental and it's emotional as well um, now of course you do have you know the um, perhaps the the clear physical signs that someone's being domestically abused, uh, you know, blackened eyes, unexplained bruising, red or purple marks on their arms or their neck, sprained wrists, um, you know, uh, and and the stories to explain these that sound like they're almost preposterous because they're attempting to cover up um, for the person. Um, look for maybe the idea it's common for someone perhaps to cover up with the clothing so you know wearing long inappropriately long clothing on um on warm days um but also abuse is about um when another person is attempting to control their partner and in this case it's um uh, in this case it's we're talking about a, a man and a woman a man attempting to control a woman. Um, signs of emotional abuse include, and I'm reading this from the Very Well Mind website, low self-esteem, extremely apologetic or meek, seeming fearful, changes in sleeping habits, um, 
either sleeping too much or not enough, agitation, anxiety, constant apprehension, developing a drug and alcohol problem, signs and symptoms of depression, um, loss of interest in daily activities and, and talking about or even attempting suicide or self-harm, and, um, and some of these behavioural changes that you may see because, of course, some of the other behavioural changes you might see, perhaps becoming very reserved or distant, you know, marked personality changes, um, you know, dropping out of activities that they would normally enjoy, and isolation, and of course isolation's you know, a huge part of a mental health issue. Um, and of course, you know, um, I don't profess to be an expert in domestic violence, I'm not at all, um, but yeah, it seems to me that, it, you know, there's some, some real similarities here. And cancelling appointments or meetings at the last minute, being late, um, being, you know, overly private, where they've been quite an open person. And as we said, isolation, particularly cutting off family members. If you see those signs, and, and the other message that was at the end of this was to reconnect with the people that you love, which is a message we certainly support but also to check in with them and to see that they're okay. And if you see these signs, please don't ignore them. Um, we spent a long time in this country ignoring domestic violence. We spent a long time in this country um, normalising it, seeing it as a part of a relationship, um, seeing it as a, as a, a behaviour that was role-modelled in, in many instances. And it's time to stop that. Um, it's time for people to stand up to that. So um, there are a number of counselling and support services that you can uh, contact, including 1800RESPECT, which is 1800-737-732. And this information is courtesy of White Ribbon. It's a 24-hour National Sexual Assault, Family and Domestic Violence counselling line for any Australian who's experienced it or is at risk of family, domestic violence or sexual assault. You can, of course, call Lifeline. Um, Kids Helpline, 1-800-551-800, Relationships Australia, 1-300-364-277. And I'm going to try and put a link to this on the, the post that we do for this podcast and also put a link just on the general How You Going Mate page as well. Um, and of course Aboriginal Family and Domestic Violence Hotline, which is one eight hundred zero one nine one two three. Uh Look, there are a number of hotlines. There's a number of helps and supports out there, but I think the thing is, is I feel like often in the cases, in these cases, these the, the monsters that, you know, display this domestic violence tendencies... Uh, have people in so so much in fear that they, they feel like they can't do anything um, and there is no way out and there is no help and there is no support and I, I think often these things go reported, unreported I should say and I think we see I think we see parallels in in I think we see parallels in domestic violence I think we see uh, with you know it's a huge taboo. We don't talk about it. Um, we know that statistically there's so many people out there being subjected to it. Um, Hannah was a strong woman. Hannah got out. Hannah had a D, a, a, an AVO in place or a DVO in place. Um, 
I don't know the correct terminology, but she had the police involved in her case. She was talking to police officers about her situation, and she was still, unfortunately, uh, tragically murdered. So we, I would love for people to stand up against this. Uh, I would love for you to go out this weekend, touch base with someone that you love, reconnect. The two messages we saw at the end were, you know, reconnect with the people that you love. If they're isolating themselves, they may be doing that for a reason. Don't let that happen. Get there. Get in touch with them. And also to recognise those signs of domestic violence and to to understand um, when that's happening to somebody and to support them. They may not ask for your support. You may just need to give that to them. But be there and give them that support no matter what happens. Do whatever you can to support them. Um, I don't have a lot more to say to to the family of Hannah Clark, to her parents that we saw tonight so bravely talk about her on A Current Affair, to her brother Nat... Um, that was incredible. It was an incredible show of strength. Um, our deepest condolences from myself, Barb. I'm sure from the whole How You Going Mate family, the people that love and support us in this page. Um, our deepest condolences to you and your family. There's nothing that we can do that will make this any easier. Um, will help you to process this and as um, Hannah Clark's mum said tonight she will never process this she'll never get over this and I, she won't um, I hope that you get the, the support that you, and the love that you need I hope that you get the help that you need um, I hope that you find a way to turn this terrible tragedy into, an, into a, a positive I hope that we can now start to have a stronger conversation about domestic violence in our communities and I hope that we can start to really eradicate this problem. Um, yeah, it's a different one tonight, folks, if you're listening to this. As I said, it's heavy going, but um, we... I don't even think I'm going to call this one the check-in, actually, I think, or the check-up. I think I'm just going to put this up as a standalone um, uh, tribute uh, to Hannah Clark and her beautiful children and her family and uh, please go out, just please go and hug someone and tell them you love them um, and if you're worried about someone please go and uh, go and check in with them and um, do whatever you can to support them thank you for listening Thank you.